This is Made in Montana News on the Treasure State Radio Network. I'm Jay Scott. The American Lung Association says that the three-year average for air quality continues to deteriorate in Montana, largely due to pollution from forest fires. Quote, as fire season is happening, it's starting earlier, and it's happening for longer. Another factor is the intensity with which it is happening. That's according to Carrie Nyson, a senior director of advocacy for the American Lung Association. Though Montana is not the only state to struggle with air pollution, due largely to forest fires, Nyson says the problem is getting worse as catastrophic fires caused more destruction. Missoula was singled out in particular for its bad air. It ranks 15th for the most polluted in short-term particles nationwide and 51st for year-round pollution. The number of high particle days in Missoula more than doubled in the past year. Six of seven Montana counties with urbanized areas also made the list, with only Cascade County and Great Falls not on the list. Meanwhile, 11 counties, including Missoula, Yellowstone, and Lincoln counties, received F-letter grades for short-term particle pollution. Most of the pollution detailed in this year's report stems from small particulate matter, that is, smoke and microscopic debris found suspended in the air from the fires. The matter is often smaller than one-thirtieth the size of a human hair. It can be breathed in and cause irritation or other reactions inside the lungs. Some of the particulate matter is so small, Nyson said, that it can enter the bloodstream directly and cause numerous health problems, including cancer. Nyson also said that other western states like Washington, Oregon, Idaho, and Colorado all have similar challenges. Nyson said once a fire begins sending smoke and toxins into the air, it is nearly impossible to stop the consequences, so the strategy has to shift to prevention. Quote, the question is how to do that as safely as possible for those communities. She said that transitioning away from fossil fuels, which contribute to poor air quality, would also help. The Montana Department of Livestock says avian influenza was discovered in a Rosebud County backyard poultry flock last week. This is the 17th flock in Montana linked to the 2022 outbreak of avian flu infections in the United States. The disease was last confirmed in Montana in January. The disease killed several dozen birds in the Rosebud County flock. None survived. The animals did not show obvious signs of illness prior to their sudden death. To prevent further spread, the infected premises are placed under quarantine and any remaining birds are euthanized. In addition to restrictions on the affected flock, the department is contacting flock owners within 6.2 miles of the premises to provide education on minimizing risk for disease exposure. Migratory waterfowl, 
are the primary source of avian influenza. Wild birds can appear healthy, but carry the infection and shed the virus in the feces, saliva, and respiratory secretions. Domestic poultry become infected through direct contact with the infected birds or through contact with contaminated objects, equipment, or the environment. House Bill 518 from Representative Bill Mercer, the Republican from Billings, gives the legislators standing to sue or defend in a lawsuit on their own behalf if they disagree with the way their laws are being enacted. Senator Susan Weber, in opposition, cited a legal note attached to the bill that flagged potential constitutional issues, specifically conformity with the separation of powers. She said, first we've overstepped the judicial branch and now enforcement of the executive, end quote. Senate Minority Leader Pat Flowers of Belgrade said it's the place of the courts to decide if laws are constitutional, not the legislature. Quote, it's built into the Constitution, she said. Governor Greg Gianforti has not said how he'll act on the bill. The State Health Department has approved an administrative rule that will require those seeking abortions covered by Medicaid to get pre-authorization to show the procedure is medically necessary and limit those who can provide abortions in Montana covered by Medicaid to doctors. Only one person spoke in support of the rule during a hearing in January. More than two dozen were opposed. The department says the rule is meant to, quote, ensure that abortions paid for by Montana taxpayers under Medicaid are truly medically necessary in accordance with the law. Those opposed say it would cause severe harm to women by delaying or making inaccessible necessary medical care. Opponents say it would serve as a de facto ban on abortions for lower-income Montanans covered by Medicaid. It could also delay care because of the timeline necessary for a pre-authorization, opponents said, making abortion impossible, more expensive, or more dangerous. The state Senate also gave initial approval Wednesday to legislation that would ban any public funds from paying for abortions except in the case of rape, incest, physical disorder, or other situations. House Bill 862 was from Representative Mike Hoskins, the Republican from Missoula. It passed the Senate on a party-line vote, 31 to 19, and was sent to the Finance Committee for consideration. A bill that would have given tribal communities a say in broadband projects on reservations was struck down in the Senate on Tuesday. After COVID-19 exposed the digital divide, the federal government invested billions of dollars in grants that bring high-speed internet to rural and tribal communities. Tribes in Montana have received more than $100 million to get those projects off the ground, but too often, according to Representative Tyson Running Wolf, who sponsored the bill, private broadband companies fail to collaborate with tribes. Patrick Yawkey, a lobbyist for the Blackfoot Nation, 
says telecommunication companies, quote, often cut corners by installing unsafe, outdated Internet equipment. A bill increasing penalties for passing school buses is one vote away from the governor's desk. House Bill 366, sponsored by State Representative Donovan Hawk, the Democrat from Butte, raises the fine for a first violation to between $500 and $1,000 and or up to 100 hours of community service. The punishment increases to $2,000 and $200 of community service on a second violation. For a third or further offense, the maximum fine would be $5,000 and or at least 30 days imprisonment. The bill has already cleared both chambers with 90% support, but has to go back to the House due to some Senate amendments. Filming of the Western movie Rust will resume this week in Montana, the production company said Wednesday, in the aftermath of the fatal shooting of a cinematographer during a rehearsal with actor Alex Baldwin in the original production in New Mexico. All charges against Baldwin have been dropped. Baldwin will continue his involvement as an actor and co-producer, and Rust Move Productions attorney Melinda Spadone said via a representative that the filming will restart Thursday at the Yellowstone Film Ranch. The production company finalized a series of settlements last month with New Mexico workplace safety regulators over serious violations, agreeing to pay a $100,000 fine to resolve a scathing safety review that detailed unheeded complaints and misfires on the set before cinematographer Helena Hutchins was shot and killed in October of 2021. Baldwin was pointing a pistol at Hutchins during a rehearsal when the gun went off, killing Hutchins and wounding director Joel Souza. Baldwin has said the gun went off accidentally and that he did not pull the trigger. An FBI forensic report found that the weapon could not have fired unless the trigger was pulled. A Douglas fir beetle outbreak has resulted in the loss of more than 1,000 trees on Mount Helena. Helena Open Lands Manager Brad Langsather said Wednesday, Our concern is that we just lost some beautiful trees in a picturesque setting. We don't want to lose any more trees. He said heavy wet snowstorms in 2017 severely weakened trees in the landscape and the Douglas fir beetles took advantage. The open lands crew has been tracking the ongoing infestation since then. The capsules are filled with methylcoexazone, MCH, which is a chemical produced by Douglas fir beetles to indicate that a tree is fully occupied. That causes the beetles to move on to other trees. Continuous searching for an unprotected tree exhausts the beetles' fat storage to the point of mortality or redistributes them through the landscape, and that helps reduce the number of attacks from Douglas fir beetles 
in individual trees, according to the city's news release. Langsather says the capsules are stapled to trees five to six feet off the ground and at least 30 to 40 feet apart through a systematic grid system. He said pets will not be affected by the capsules because of the height at which they are attached and that humans will not be able to pick up the odor unless they stand next to a capsule. City officials are asking that citizens not remove the capsules from the trees. Quote, it's crucial that the capsules not be tampered with, Lang Sather said. If you need to hear this report again, please check the podcast on our Treasure State Radio or KGRTDB webpages. Made in Montana News is podcast worldwide with listeners in now 50 U.S. states and Canadian provinces, three Native American nations, 31 countries on six continents. We also post expanded versions of our stories on Facebook. Made in Montana News is heard on the Treasure State Radio Network, including KMEH, 100.1 FM in Helena, Elkhorn Mountains Radio in Jefferson County, Homegrown Radio in Bozeman, King West Radio in Billings, Rescast Radio on the Fort Peck Reservation, PIVA Radio of the Northern Cheyenne Nation, and Crow Res Radio of the Crow Nation. That's Made in Montana News. I'm Jay Scott. This is the Treasure State.